Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge Podcast. Today we're going to be delving into 11 ways, we might do a few more, (laughs) to make a bigger impact in 2022. This is a blessed year ahead, a year of miracles. And as we ground in with the practices to make our lives shine, we truly call forth miracles in the year ahead. This is Ariel. I'm here with our host, Michael McIntosh, and we are deeply honored and elated to be with you here today. Welcome. Much love and blessings and welcome, welcome. So we have a wonderful opportunity to create newness in our lives. Newness, do you feel it? No matter when you listen to this, if you listen to this in the middle of the year or the beginning of the year, there can always be the enthusiasm to make a change in our lives. And when we change ourselves for the better, It brings so much joy, not just to you, but also to other souls as well, because your beautiful presence is such a blessing for them. So we were thinking about what are the things that make a big difference and came up with these things, and they can all be applied in little ways that gradually become more and more powerful as time goes on. And after many, many years, decades now of thinking about practicing these things. These are the 11 ways to really make genuine and powerful transformation in our lives. So number one, number one is, can you guess? Mantras mantras. Use one mantra per day with feeling, with good vibrations. Why is this number one on the list? It's number one because thoughts are our first creation. Everything begins with the thoughts, with the mind, with consciousness. So the thoughts and vibrations you hold in your mind tend to come through. What we hold in mind tends to manifest. So if you want to change your life, the first thing is to change the thoughts. Most people are unfortunately thinking the same negative thoughts every day And then they wonder why they have the same negative results at the end of each year. So the good news is that anyone can start to change their thoughts right now, simply by using a mantra. And mantras have been around a very, very long time for a reason, because they work. And here's how you can do it. It's very, very easy, actually. So there's just essentially two steps to creating a mantra. The first step is to write a list 
of the thoughts you'd like to think, because remember thoughts are your own creations. What would you like to have in your mind? Your mind is like a house inside yourself and your inside your brain is your soul, which is you. And inside of you is your mind. And your mind is like a house and it can have things in it. So what would you like to have in your inner world? What would you like to have inside yourself? So you write a list, for example, you might say, I'd like to experience freedom or bliss or divine wealth, abundance, love, beauty. Yeah, what is it that you value? What do you want to experience? If you write a list of what you'd love to have in your mind, that's a good start. Then second step is once you know what it is that you'd love to experience, you choose one of those things. You could create, create a list and stick it next to your bed. So you have a list of what you'd love to think. And then in the morning you choose one thought, just one, because it's easy to remember one thing. And then all you do, mantra is very easy. You just think that same thing over and over and over again, slowly and with feeling the whole day. It's the simplest thing in the world. So for example, let's say you want to experience joy, right? So you'd think joy, joy, <laughs> joy, right? If you just think it a bunch of times, it start making you feel better. And what happens is that when we are thinking these beautiful thoughts that we want to think, it overrides negative thinking. It clears out the junk that's spinning around in our head. And it allows us to go into the feeling of what we want. So that's a special secret right there. Think the same thoughts over and over again, and it will clean out all of the stuff you don't want. It sounds simple, but this is actually the key secret because once we get this right, everything else immediately is easier. So, and whether you call it a mantra, a thought, a prayer, an intention, whatever resonates with you, and the essence is that you are creating the vibration of what you are thinking throughout your whole being, because I'm sure you've noticed as you think, so then you feel what you're thinking in your body. You feel it in your energy field. So create beauty in your mind as a mantra, thought, prayer, intention. And allow that to fill your whole being and bring the beautiful feelings that it brings 
And then, as the beautiful feelings emerge, you'll find you naturally are able to create more and more beautiful thoughts from that beautiful feeling state. So let, let's just try this now just for one minute. Pick a thought that you'd love to think. You could, for example, think peace or bliss, joy. And just think it over and over with feeling, just gently. There's, there's not try and try and be perfect. Just think whatever the thought is, just for one minute. It's our mind, after all. So try it out, because what will happen is you'll feel so much better because you are filling your mind with the things you want. And quite honestly, even if it's a bit challenging to start with, if you keep doing it every day, you'll get very, very good at it. And you'll notice that you're naturally thinking beautiful thoughts. Naturally. Right, so just keep doing it, even if your mind interrupts with other things, which it may do. You just keep going with that beautiful thought and can tell your mind, it's okay, we'll, we'll solve that later, we'll look at that soon, or whatever you need to kind of say to your mind. A lot of people who are just starting meditation tell us they try and sit down and there's like this huge to-do list their mind is barking out at them but <laughs> what about this and what about that and what about this you don't have time to just think other things so that can happen so it can be nice to set aside time when you're really focused on just thinking this and you assure the mind it's okay all these other things will be taken care of you can write them down if you need to but the point is that you are consciously grooving in a beautiful consciousness. So no worries if, if the mind interrupts, it probably will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you just say okay and you keep practicing and that grooving in the beautiful mantras, prayers, consciousness becomes more natural. Yeah, can you imagine how different you'd feel in one year if you did mantras every day? That'd be a complete transformation. The second thing, and these, by the way, you can do all of these things in a very small way to start with. So don't feel this is overwhelming because you can just do gentle, gentle, little, 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 
and then gradually they become part of your life. Second thing is to have a clear and deep visualization with feeling of what you want. Whatever we hold in mind tends to manifest. That's why we do mantras, but also what images, what visions you keep in mind. When I first heard about this many years ago, I remember thinking, well, that sounds great. So I created a vision board of living in a paradise island, somewhere, a tropical island. And about three months later, I'd moved to Hawaii. It was quite miraculous. I was really quite surprised, but I did it with a lot of feeling, with a lot of desire, a lot, a lot of pure intention. And I went from living in England in a little house to moving to this beautiful island of Kauai, being by the ocean in three months. So I know this really, really works. Whatever we hold in mind with feeling will come true if it's a pure intention. And so why not spend a few minutes every day visualizing what you want? So all you've got to do is write down what you want. Make sure that they're things that are really meaningful to you because the more pure your desire is, the more likely it will manifest. And then second thing is to visualize and feel that you already have attained it now and I'm sure you've heard this plenty of times before the key thing is to actually do this every day and you can try it for five minutes a day or you can do it even up to 30 minutes a day the key thing is just to feel and experience and imagine that you already have what you want really take it to heart and it will start to become real in time and we have a miracle journal a miracle journal which is specifically to help with this so if you're interested in that we have links in the description to really just every day have something that you write down what you want and then you imagine having attained it and then you tune into what you can do about it when we bring this into our daily practice, it doesn't take long, but over time, this all adds up, all those minutes, all those moments, and it brings that beautiful vibration, that beautiful intention that you have in your heart into your life. So this one, in many ways, is connected with the first one. The mind can think, come up with thoughts. The mind can also visualize and see and feel. So we're using the mind in another way in this sense to bring in the feeling state, the vision of what you're calling forth. And everyone's a little bit different. So some people are very visual. They see things very clearly. Some people less so. Some people really feel it and can't necessarily see it as clearly. So whatever is true for you is perfect. Each of us is unique and divine in our uniqueness. So 
It could be that you just really feel the vibration of what you're calling in and maybe you have just a subtle visual or not as much of a visual. Maybe you see it in profound detail. So whatever really flows for you is perfect with this and it will bring beautiful, beautiful experiences into your life. Yeah, so these, some of these things I'm sure you've heard about before. What we're encouraging is really to take it to heart, to genuinely bring this forth in your life every day. The third thing is designed specifically to help you actually do the things that you yourself want to do. So th this is the big challenge. You know, I've been working in personal development, spiritual development industry for two decades now, over two decades. And I've realized that for myself personally and for everyone I've worked with, the big challenge is exactly what we were just discussing, doing the things that we need to do. This is the hardest thing. Everyone knows a lot of things, but bringing them into our life and actually taking an idea and making it really happen, this is the big challenge. So to make that easier, to make that easier, we highly recommend that you do 21 day challenges to finish your project or to bring forth a, a practice or a habit into your life. Because we all have ideas, but how many people actually bring them forth? That's why when we do a 21 day challenge, which we have outlined very clearly, and we, there's lots of free audios and things you can learn about this. When we just say, say to ourselves, look, here's the thing I want to do. And I'm going to dedicate the next 21 days to giving my love and energy to that one thing over and over again, then miracles, miracles start to come true. We've had people who've written a book in 21 days, had got a book published in the next 21 days. We've had people who've started meditation practices every single day, getting up early in the morning. We've had all sorts of amazing experiences when people do these 21 day challenges. So whatever it is that you want to do, when you have the accountability and the support and the structure to make it happen, then all of a sudden you end up doing more in 21 days. Many people say they get more done in 21 days than they have in the previous four or five months or even the previous year. Because when you focus on something intently from the heart, you really start to experience huge changes in your life. So this is, if you do a bunch of them, 21 day challenge and then a little break and then another one, another one, you'll get so much done, whether it's projects or transformation or practices, it's almost like having multiple years in one year. So this is a method that takes an idea and brings it very powerfully into your 
real life. So it's very helpful to have that type of structure for ourselves in creating. And so we have this 21 day challenge approach outlined. There's a lot of supportive materials. We'll include some links and we invite you to give it a try. See how that flows for you. And may it be supportive in bringing your beautiful projects to life. The next one here is to smile, to smile big on purpose. When we smile, we activate happy chemicals in our brain, even if we're not initially feeling happy. So your smile, and your smile is contagious, so it makes other people smile. I'm sure you've had that experience when you're out and about and you just give someone such a beautiful smile and they give you such a beautiful smile back and we can instantly feel that in our hearts. You smile with your face and you smile with your heart and this energy will support everything we've talked about so far, your mantras, your visualization, your staying cheerful and enthusiastic with your projects as well. Yeah, so these are all easy things to do. They only take a few seconds. Mantras are easy, visualization's easy. 21 day challenge is a bit more, a bit more serious business. Smiling is very easy, very easy. And we just practice smiling. So you can choose. Don't wait around for something to make you happy and then smile. Actually start smiling first and just see what happens. All these things we're encouraging you just to try it out and see what happens see what happens do it sincerely try it now let's all have a big smile nice deep breath big smile hold the smile you're allowed to smile for more than a moment Ah, isn't that better? Yeah, it's a natural thing to do. So try it out. If you smile this year more often, notice how you feel and how other people relate to you. The fifth thing to create a beautiful life is to share and serve every day, to be of service every day in one way or another. If you are someone who is wanting to help people and create content and be of service that way, then we have a few tips you can do for that. And if you're not in that situation, there's always something we can do, whether it's offering our time to help someone or calling someone up, make sure they're okay. I mean, there's, there's endless things we can do to help somebody else or some other people or even help the nature or help the animals when we do things that are helping others it enormously improves our own life and of course it improves their lives as well so it's in giving that we receive so when we show up every day to help others 
we are showing, demonstrating that we care and we care about helping souls and we are living on purpose. The purpose of our lives really is to be of service to each other. You think about it. You really tune into it. When everyone is from the heart being of service, everyone gets all their needs met and we have a beautiful, blessed life. So the more we serve, the more we can transcend our own limitations and become the highest version of ourselves. And the issue is, and this is one of the issues I've personally found, is that if you're working in the personal development industry, helping people, you often might be working on a project that takes a very long time to finish. If you're writing a book, it might take 21 days, it might take 21 months, <laughs> or it might even take 21 years for some people. So some things take a long time to actually finish. So what are you going to do in the meantime? just be such a beautiful intention to hold for yourself even if you're not clear as how can I be of service each day you might start your day with that inner intention that inner prayer may I be of service for the highest good today divine show me how I can be of service for the highest good so maybe it's totally clear to you how and maybe it's not but with setting that intention and that prayer and that thought every day, it will unfold because our intentions, our pure intentions are very powerful. So you can watch that miracle unfold as you have that pure intention and just see how incredible opportunities present themselves every day for you to be of service. You'll get a touching and inspiration and an opportunity and it will fill your heart. Yeah, and here's a few beautiful tips if you want to help people online in one way or another, because a lot of people listening to this are wanting to share. So what you can do is three steps to sharing every day, because the internet gives us an opportunity to serve every day. So the first thing is to make a list of all your best tips and ideas and stories what it is what is it that you would like to help people with who do you want to help and what sort of things would be of service to them write down all your ideas on a piece of paper so that you have them all out of your head onto the piece of paper or on your computer then next thing to do is to set aside some time which might be a few hours it might be a few days depending on your situation where you write and create a whole bunch of messages or posts or audios or videos, whatever it is that you like to do or however you like to share, create lots and lots of them up front, create a stock, a stock, 
because when you create a bunch of things in one go, you get in the zone and you get a lot done. And then you have like a backlog of things that you can can share. And then once you've got that, then you can post one of those pre-created things every day on whatever platforms you use. It's much easier to post things that have already been done than to be under pressure to create things randomly. It takes less time and it ends up being much more fun that way. So if you're wanting to be of service to others every day on the internet, which of course is lots of opportunity, create loads of things in advance. You can spend like the whole, spend a couple of days or even a few hours or however long it takes, do a couple of weeks worth. And then every day you just post them, which doesn't take very long at all to do. And you will then feel that you're making a difference every day. And you can learn from what people like, you can make it better. This is just a very straightforward way of organizing yourself so you can help others every day, even if you're not doing it every day. Schedule it in advance. There's lots of software things that can be scheduled in advance, but it's just as easy a lot of times just to go on there and just post it, depending on your situation. So if you do that, whether it's digitally helping people or whether it's physically in your life, one way or another, every day, the more we help people, the better we feel and the more blessed everyone becomes. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. We live in a very unusual time in which it's possible to reach like hundreds of thousands, millions of people all over the world, which is extremely unusual. From the comfort of your home. From the comfort of your own <laughs> home. So there's a real opportunity to be of service. This next one is about having support in your life. So whether that means getting a coach, some sort of support, it can, can even be like an accountability friend, friend in your life who supports you. It's really important that we receive support as we're giving and as we're being of service. It's important to receive support as well. And to even just have someone's presence there can make a huge difference in holding you with loving accountability to create what you're here to, to live your highest expression, to be in alignment with your purpose and your dharma. So part of our work is we train people to be spiritually based life coaches. And that is a holy gift to be able to offer that to someone. And as well as a spiritual life coach or as whatever work you're doing in the world, also so helpful to receive to be supported and in doing so you'll find you can go to higher and higher greater and greater levels of success in whatever it is you're doing in one of our calls for awakened academy recently one of our students brought up this beautiful proverb i thought it was so lovely 
It said, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So support can really help you go far. So just tune into it. Who can help you? What help could you receive so that it's not just you on your own? God, of course, is our friend and we can receive so much blessings and power from, from beyond. And we also benefit hugely from physical people who can help us or reflect back to us or hold us accountable. Because otherwise, if we're all on our own, we can fall back into old ways and get caught up in bad things. And there's no one to hold us to account. So it's really useful to get support, get a coach or get accountability support or have some somebody or some people, some group to support you in doing whatever it is you need to do. You make a massive, massive difference. We had a student sharing yesterday who had been through a really powerful health journey and she's been in our spiritual life coaching course, which is to become a coach, but she was saying how profound it's just been for her, for her personal journey, how she, it's in her heart, she feels everyone should have that support, should for their own personal journey, no matter their occupation, no matter what what they do or what they plan on doing, to just give ourselves that support is profound and extraordinarily helpful. Yeah, and when you have a coach, you can go through this list with your coach and say, here's what I would like to do. How can you help me make sure I do it? And then it becomes much easier to have that, that actually happen with ease and joy. So the seventh thing is, this is a fun one, dance, sing, make art, write poetry, have fun and games, fun and games, creative things. We need to learn how to live, live life. And of course, service and helping others and sorting our mind and all these things are important, but we also need to be creative and inspired, to feel alive and to do things that bring the joy back in our hearts. It's really important for us human beings, spiritual beings, to do creative, fun, magical things for its own sake. So whatever it is that you love to do, whether it's singing, dancing, playing games, Make sure you do it because all the most successful people in the world, if you look at the biographies of the successful people, they all had some side hobby, whether it's art or music or something else that they did, poetry, theater, some sort of creative pursuit that wasn't their main thing, but it brought them a lot of joy. And if it wasn't for that, they wouldn't have actually felt fully alive. So, Tune into it. What would you love to do? Even dancing is good for us, good for our health, good for our soul. We live in a world that's very stiff and very stale and very stuck, right? And we need to get out of that through creativity and freedom and, and flowy things. So it's the beauty in life. 
And maybe this is your main thing. Maybe this is what you do and everything we're, we're sharing will support your creativity as well and support it in flourishing even more. Beauty brings light to the heart. It brings light to life. And I think it also connects us. So tune in, whether this is something you're already doing or this is something you're feeling called to do, tune in with your own creativity, your own creative spirit. And even if you're not clear what that is, have the intention that may it unfold this year, may it be revealed. May I be in touch with the way my creativity is, is called to flow and serve and bless others. So fun, find something fun that you love to do. And remember, this doesn't have to take long, but it can save you a lot of stress, actually. It's actually one of those things that we, as a culture, have downplayed the importance of creativity. But as the world is taken over by AI and algorithms, it's the creativity of the human spirit, which is the unique thing. So if you want to be successful, amplify your creative powers because that's what these robots and software programs can't do. And it gives you a lot of new ideas, a lot of inspiration, and it feeds back into everything else in your life. So just tune into what fun, creative, things would you love to do that maybe you haven't been doing and how can you make some time for that you know you might think oh i'd love to do art but i haven't got time for art yeah, well, well maybe you do have time for art maybe you could make time a lot of people say i haven't got time for any art but then they spend an hour looking at instagram you know and then you look back on it and say would it have been better to have drawn a picture or start a painting or to flick through that stuff all day long. So just tune into it. You can really get a lot of benefit and feel much more alive. Even putting good music on and dancing around the house <laughs> is a fun thing to do. So the eighth thing is to live from your heart with love. So our life has so many details, so many things to do, so much technology. It's easy to get stuck in our heads with endless things. So we need to drop down into our heart, feel that loving feeling, and then act from a place of love and kindness. This is another thing that is unfortunately a bit lacking in our world at the moment. People who live from the heart. So bringing that awareness, dropping down into the heart, feeling your feelings and connecting from the heart. Divine love is this powerful energy that makes all of life unfold with grace. 
And it's in the energy field of unconditional love that healing begins. So being in tune and in touch with your heart and in an unlimited sense. So sometimes the word love can be correlated very limited things. But the full and true expression of love is unlimited, unconditional, holy, divine, pure. And it's our true nature to be in a state of peace, in a state of love, in a state of joy. That's the natural expression of the soul embodied. So it's a spiritual practice, a sign of your spiritual awakening to continue to nurture that divine feeling of love in your heart and to share it with everyone in your life, with all of life, and allow it to emanate into the world. Yeah, so beautiful. And we have a lot of our students who are bringing this up in calls about feeling a bit stuck in the head and not connected to their heart. And easy practice is just put your hand on your heart because it, it brings you back to your heart just because you are aware of your heart, that you have this beautiful heart. And if you talk to people with your hand on your heart, you'll be more likely to come from the heart. So that's an easy thing to do. Put your hand on your heart. Number nine, our special number nine, is to celebrate the success of others from your heart. One of the most dangerous things in our society is jealousy and envy. The huge, huge, hugely toxic emotions that corrupt people and don't allow them to fulfill their own destiny. So a lot of people, they see successful people and they have bad vibes towards them. And it really is an evil energy, dangerous and evil. So if you can celebrate the success of others as your success, because remember, we're all one big family. And if, if someone's happy and successful and you acknowledge that and you celebrate it with them, then they feel very, very blessed and you feel very blessed as well. And you can use that success as a inspiration for your own things that you want to do. Yeah, so the success of others, your success is my success, my success is your success, right? So everyone wins. If you bring this into your heart this year, then every time you see expressions of success, you are winning and you are pulling that energy into yourself and amplifying it out into the world. And this, this is a way to protect ourselves from the evils of jealousy and envy. To be inspired by the expression of each being 
there's that spiritual practice of absorbing virtues. So in our culture, I think in media, you know, it's more about pointing out other people's defects, which doesn't make anyone feel good, let's face it. But instead, if we actually are open to receiving and becoming aware of the virtues of each one, like seeing a flower, and then that being will kind of bloom and open up, and acknowledging their virtues, receiving their virtues, and then that energy of the beauty of each being can expand and can grow. So it's a glorious way of being of service. That was one of the things we talked about. Mm. That's something we can do every day, is to find the virtues in each soul and to affirm those virtues, to receive those virtues, to be inspired and uplifted by those virtues. Because each is a child of God. Each one has virtues from the one. And it's a beautiful experience, practice and service to focus on these virtues, be inspired by one another, and keep going to higher and higher levels of consciousness, of beauty, and of love. Ah, doesn't that feel better already? Pick up virtues. Whatever, anything that's good about anyone else, pull it into yourself. Own that for yourself as well, because you have it as well inside of you. Number 10, number 10 is to exercise daily and get your body moving. Some people do this anyway, and they're doing great. Some people don't do it very much, and they would hugely benefit from it. I've noticed personally that the more I do exercise, the better I feel, the better my life is, because we are human beings, which means we're spiritual beings inside a physical body. And if the body is energized and healthy and inspired, then our whole potential emerges at a much higher level. You know, I was listening to one of our podcasts from a couple of weeks ago when I had a pretty bad headache. And I was like, I just don't sound quite right because I wasn't fully with it. So when we are in pain, or we're tired, or we're not looking after our health, or we have some issues, it makes it very difficult for us to feel fully alive. Yeah, very difficult. We can still do our best, and we should still carry on doing whatever we can, but it's much easier and more enjoyable when we are in excellent health. So moving the body is one of those things that, again, a lot of this stuff we're talking about is is pushing back against a mad society. Most people sit around, don't do any exercise, and they're not well, right? So if we can, even if you just turn the music on and dance around the house every day for half an hour, that would be a huge transformation. So whatever exercise you like to do, the best thing to do is to find some sort of exercise that you actually enjoy and feels good to you. So if you add this to your daily practice, it can even be 10 minutes, but it all adds up and it can even put years onto your life. It can get rid of pain and it can improve the quality of your life and extend your life. So just tune into it. What sort of exercise would you love to do? One of the things that I'm a big fan of is the five rites, the five Tibetans, which is based on a book called The Ancient Secret 
of the Fountain of Youth by Peter Keller. And it's five easy yoga practices that you can do pretty quickly that get the chakras moving and are good, good vibrations. Dancing's fun, walking's fun. Some people like to run. I'm a big fan of skiing. So whatever it is that you love to do, biking, rebounding, you know, there's so many things that really adds up to a much, much more alive and beautiful life. So just some form of movement. I mean, one of the easiest things is to just go for a walk. And it can be so refreshing and renewing as well for your mind. So on one hand, you're supporting your body, but just something as simple as going for a walk. Change your scenery, breathe in the fresh air, you know, be around the trees and nature. And that in itself can, can be a beautiful reset in your day, an opportunity to practice some of what we've talked about, like the mantras and the visualizing and the feeling and and just really the an opportunity to drop in with yourself as well so even if it's as simple as walking a little bit even that can be a great support in your life and also with that even if you have some different health challenges and maybe you're limited with how much activity you can do just be open to what you can do. I know a student in our course who she just is stretching and that really is very supportive for her and and feels wonderful. So there's always something even small that that you can do to feel better. Yes. Looking after our well being physically is a blessing to all other areas. Number 11 is, we couldn't leave this out, of course, is deepen your spiritual practice and connection to the divine. When I look back on my own life, I realized that if it wasn't for my connection with the divine, with God, I would not be doing very well. <laughs> None of these other things, I honestly wouldn't have the power to do any of these other things if it wasn't for that one thing because when we have God's remembrance and company and vibrations that charge, that spiritual charge it gives us it raises us up and it cleans out the junk inside of our being that allows us to be alive it's putting life back into the soul so this is one of the key things that improves everything else and just giving a little bit of time a little bit of love to that one thing allows all the other things in our life to be so much more blessed Your personal connection to the Highest One 
and there this being this ocean of love god the one has unlimited light and peace and calm to fill you with spiritual power to fill you with to recharge you with so deepening your own connection in your spiritual practice in your meditation in your prayer in the sacred ways that you connect to just have that intention to go deeper to know that being more fully to know that being as that one is have that sacred intention and to value your spiritual connection ultimately i'm going to say above all else mm-hmm. because it will pour forth into every area of your life and bring unlimited blessings yes above all else the more we have that beautiful relationship and union connection then we get the the sacred power to make all of life better and the final thing which I've put down here is 11.5 rather than 12. I just felt like 11 was better than 12. I don't know why, but um, anyway, the last thing is to take time off line, take time offline to recharge, rest and renew. This is <laughs> extremely important for all the other things because and i've talked about this in great detail i've got a whole training on this that you can get at digitaldetox.io that we live in a world that most people and i've done surveys and, and quizzes about this most people will say that they spend way too much time online and they're not happy about it and the reason that's happening is because these companies have got everyone addicted and at the end of the year when you add it all up unfortunately a lot of people end up spending literally several months of their free time if you add up all the hours a lot of people spend five or six hours a day and if you add it all up it's literally months worth of time just caught up in all those gadgets at the expense of all the other things that are going on so while of course technology has a huge amount of benefits and you can post stuff and you can help people and there's undeniably a lot of benefit to it if you want to really claim your life and do what you want to do claim back your time and your energy have a practice of going offline regularly we ourselves are only online for a few hours a week and we're very careful about it why do we do that we do that because otherwise we would never get anything done and we wouldn't have any time so we're able to run a successful company and do all these different things by being online very selectively here and there and be very effective with it we might be a bit extreme compared to some people but that's just how we've figured it out Another way of doing it is to have what's called a digital sunset where you 
choose to turn your devices off as the sun goes down or in the evening so that you can take time to spend time with your family and to get proper rest and to journal and to read to just just power everything down in the evening give yourself time to recharge and renew and think about what's important and then turn that stuff back on in the morning or in the afternoon even or as late as you can so that you get really get time for your practices for yourself for your well-being for your joy and if you do that, it will allow you to do all the other things we've mentioned here and anything else you want to do because you have so much time and energy. It's so important to ensure we do not inundate ourselves with excess stimulation and information, which I think the online world does. So to give yourself the space to integrate, to be with yourself, I mean, it's kind of like we have to unplug to unplug because as a spiritual practice in and of itself, there's the practice of unplugging from getting completely caught up in the physical world. And it's like the internet just adds, can add another layer of that on top. So I think it's quite common these days for souls to feel completely out of touch with themselves because there's multiple levels of distraction, multiple levels of information and sensory overload, too much, you know, excess. Soul is, is gentle and needs space. Needs space, you need space to expand your consciousness. You need space to connect with the divine, to connect with the sacred, with what's really important. And that was one thing that I was reflecting on recently, how in our culture, and I think the internet, the internet increases this, is that we can end up elevating the trivial and degrading, or in some cases, in some cases, it's almost like destroying the sacred. And that's a really dark, dark place to be. So we want to elevate the sacred in our lives, the true, the real, the living being that we are, the living being, the living soul in each one, the sacredness of life, the synchronicities, the grace. That's what matters, the beauty, the creativity, the service, things we've been talking about. And not to allow the trivial and the negative and the waste to take over and eliminate that because certainly I think the internet today and media has the potential to take over and it has for a lot of people so unplug the Wi-Fi box it's really easy you just unplug it uh, turn the cell phone off put it somewhere else you can put it outside of the house Create that sacred space for yourself to go deep in your spiritual journey, to go deep and being in touch with your purpose, your creativity, your service in the world. Be present with the life around you. And then when you do plug in, it's intentional, it's conscious, and you're plugging in to be of service. These are sacred things. We want to elevate the sacred in our life. 
basically what we're all talking about here is how can you do the things that really, really matter to you the most in your life and give them your heart and your time and your priorities. What can you do that's going to allow you to live your life? And removing things from our life that are a distraction, that are a replacement for from living. And unfortunately, our modern society has corrupted the sacred, destroyed the sacred, nearly destroyed it, and replaced it with trivia. And trivia makes us depressed and makes us feel disturbed. Whereas the sacred makes us feel blessed and alive. So that's why we're mentioning this last thing is to elevate the things that matter to you and remove the things that matter to these advertising companies and these tech companies. It matters a lot to them, but it shouldn't matter that much to us. So there we have it. These are 11 and a half things that you can do to have a magical year and I'm sure you've got some other things you'd love to do anyway but this includes pretty much everything that's going to make a profound profound difference and if you'd like to you can certainly make it 12 and focus on on one you know for every month of the year even we have 12 months coming up whatever feels beautiful for you so may you integrate into your life what has touched you today, what has been inspiring, what you feel will lift you into higher states of consciousness, your highest expression in our world. Take some time to reflect on these things. Allow it to settle in. Give yourself enough space, enough time. Something that's not so much valued in our world anymore, but it's so important for your well-being, for your happiness, for your spiritual growth, from your for your ability to be of service. So take some space as the new year begins for yourself to reflect and to set in place, set in motion the loving energy that will bring you into your most beautiful year. Thank you for your divine presence, oceans of love. And remember that little by little, drop by drop, you fill the whole ocean, gentle, gentle. So wishing you a beautiful, beautiful life, one moment at a time. useful to really tune into how you can bring these things into your life because when you add it all up life is made of lots of small little things little practices little habits they don't necessarily even take very long to do but when you add them all up day by day week by week, month by month, it completely changes the direction of our lives. So you might not immediately notice 
big changes when you do these things, but two days, three days, five days, 10 days, 50 days, as time goes on, they start adding up and adding up and adding up, making everything so much more blessed. If you talk to anyone who's successful in any endeavor, they will tell you that they started off and they weren't very good at it and then they gradually got better and they kept doing it and they didn't give up and now they're where they are in their life whether it's famous pianists or artists or musicians or writers or engineers or architects or teachers or whatever it gradual gradual these habits create a beautiful life for ourselves so when you really bring it into your heart bring it into your life you will see profound changes happening and it's a beautiful experience beautiful experience